Greetings and welcome to the Conscious Observer. Uh, this so this this is going to be a fun review. Um, I don't do too many fun reviews anymore, and when I mean by fun reviewers, something that's fun for me. I like to slam stuff into the ground and you know deconstruct it, especially when it's harmful to the black community, especially when it's insulting that's primarily what this channel is you know designed for is for the you know the continued awakening of black people and and the beautiful thing about that is is that we're coming awake naturally it's a natural um you know rising and i and, and it's beautiful it's beautiful you know people who never expressed certain types of language or never expressed certain types of thoughts are now having these thoughts and um you know, you get to see this 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 um, this transformation in people, and it's, it's really quite a beautiful thing. So that's what I, you know, have dedicated this channel towards is the continuation of that. We want to be all the way up. Uh, we want to be all the way up. So, so I'm looking for a way to get into this coffee shop. They looking for a way to get into the coffee shop too. Uh, this is a one way. No, no. <clears throat> anyway, so I thought today we'd do something a little bit more, you know, fun, uh, which is dissect. You know, everybody likes a good dissection of a movie, and um, recently they just had a movie that came out called You People. Directed by Kenya Barris, allegedly. Now, here's the thing. I have not seen this movie. I do not need to see this movie because I understand Hollywood and I understand uh, programming. Um, I understand the pattern of program. When you understand the pattern of programming, you understand that it is... There are only exceptions that are made once in a blue moon. You know, a white white people don't like too many movies to be about the truth of black existence. They they like a lot of movies that uh, you know show black people as idiots and comfortable with being you know captives and you know they like a lot of stuff like that they don't like a whole lot of revelatory movies where like you know the truth starts coming out and you know black people get a sense of you know independence from the movie like wakanda and that's probably why chadwick boseman isn't here because like i said before getting cancer is not always a natural phenomenon they they know how to weaponize cancer to make it into something that seems like it got contracted naturally but they know how to weaponize cancer because allegedly that's how Bob Marley was killed as well. Um, yeah, so they're not for, you know, all this black independent thoughts and things like that. <clears throat> so I knew that this movie is not going to be the exception. The, the title of the movie is called You People, which is based off of a, a racial um, phrase that comes primarily out of white people's mouths or used to come out of white people's mouths 
And basically, from the title alone, you understand that the movie is about racism, but not racism in its finer details. See, finer details is is the key. Those finer details are the key. They can't be ignored. But white people in their craft, you know, their craft. So because they're crafty, they always are trying to find ways to make racism something that is not. They want to make racism synonymous with the Ku Klux Klan or Donald Trump or the Republicans or, you know, things like that. But they never want you to understand that racism is just a natural part of how white people breathe. Hold on. Let me talk to these white people. Hello. Hello. All right. They never want you to know that. So it just becomes, you know, this this pattern of being generic. It's a generic form of racism to make it seem like we're addressing the issue. We're, we're addressing the issue. But, you know, they're not addressing the issue. Uh, yeah, you, uh, Aleem, A-L-I-M. Yeah, can I have a green bean mocha, please? Um, what sizes do you have for those? Okay, let me have a large one, and also, let me have a wild berry smoothie. No, hot, please. Hot. Yeah, hot. Yeah, extra whipped cream for this smoothie. And then the wild berry smoothie is a large size. Yeah, that's a whipped cream on that. Yeah, extra whipped cream on the wild berry smoothie. Oh. Okay. Anything else? No, ma'am, that's all. What's my total? 1028. 1028. All right, thank you. All right. Yeah, so. You know, when you see movies like this, the movie is obviously, you know, is made by Kenya Barris, who it's not that he has an obsession with blackness because he doesn't. He's being paid by Hollywood to create generic blackness. He's not being created. He, he made a show called Black-ish because the show is black, kind of. It has black characters, but the characters in the show are not black of mind, as Dr. Dr. Umar Johnson um, so brilliant, brilliantly put, um, it's not enough to just be have to be a black person with a black body. You have to also be a black person with a black head on your shoulders, with a black psychology, a black mindset. And so these shows and these TV things that Kenya Barris partakes in, these are about creating a new normal for black the 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 black hybrid the who the black man who exists in a white man's world and the black woman who you know wants to assert that she's black like you know tracy ellen ross or whatever that sister's name is and but she's really not black you know you just know that she's not you know that she doesn't subscribe to blackness you know so her in real life her father's a white jew you know her mother probably her mother did 
uh, to some degree, but she but she does not. So that's what you have. You have these shows where it's always a proximity to whiteness. The white connection is always present. So then you get this show, you people, this movie, you people. And, you know, it's about, you know, racism allegedly, but it's about racism on the part of black people. Now, now the white people have now feel as though they they now have the ability to go from being the world's only racist, really. The only racist, the only person who looked at other people and, you know, this this tried to destroy them. Um, the only person in the world that was a racist was white people, and that sounds kind of generalized. I, I let me let me not say that. Let me not say that. Let me say that the biggest racist in the world were white people. Okay. When when you get to other races, other races showed a lot more leniency and a lot more tolerance for people of other colors. You know, nobody loves the black man. That's not what I'm saying. But the black man has always been the greatest uh, tolerator of other races. That's always been documented where white people would come to a place that they were not from and black people would be there. Black people would welcome them into their spaces. Um so this movie is about raising the argument that black people can be racist how can black people be racist what did we do to qualify for that well you 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 know you can have negative opinions about white people and so what if we do are we not allowed to have negative opinions see this is just more white supremacy where now they want to shape the opinion that you have they they want to take away your opinion they, it's all thought control. That's why I really, when movies like this come out, I really don't understand why people don't see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so blaringly, blaringly obvious. You know, it's not really a movie. It's more so like a course that you're taking in like modern sociology. You know, how to fit in in the modern world with white people. It's not really a movie for real. It's not really a comedy. It's nothing funny about black people and their suffering in America. That's why you really should not make a comedy about this because it's, it's, it's not going to be funny. It's going to fail as a movie, but that's because it's really not about being a movie. It's really not about being a movie. It's about being uh, a, a source of programming for black people to bring shame to black people. Like, look, niggers, look, you guys shouldn't be, you know, all black and militant and you know, trying to think for yourselves and stuff like that, because that's kind of mean. That's what this movie is about. It's not about anything else other than that. Eddie Murphy in here talking about we're followers of Minister Farrakhan. I didn't even get I wanted to watch the movie to see how that topic was introduced and how the white people responded when he said that, because I know they tried to say that he was an anti-Semite in the movie. And I know that the movie didn't try to do no good job at, you know, pre actually portraying the realness of Minister Farrakhan's message. I know the movie didn't do that because. Hi. Hi. We have a hot green bean in the wild, very smooth. Yeah. Towards us. I do. Yeah, I do. What's your phone number? 
Uh, it's area code 443-558-6049. Did I come up? Gotcha, it's 1028. Okay. 1025. 1030. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, you, you know that they didn't do the minister justice. They didn't do the minister justice. They, you know, they, thank you. They didn't do them justice. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, do you have a straw? Thank you. You too. They didn't do, they didn't do them justice. So, you know what this movie is. And then, also, this movie is also a statement which has been said before by, you know, observant people. Observant people have made this statement. And that statement is that they want to make it seem like the black woman is a desperate whore. Don't do it, bitch. Don't do it, bitch. Sorry. Some people see you trying to get over and they speed up. That shit irks me. That shit hurts me. We'll, we'll get into a crash today. Um, they want to make the black woman seem like a desperate whore. She's desperate. Why would a black woman like Lauren London ever be with a white man like Jonah Hill? Like she's like the world is depleted of options. She has no options. She's so down on her luck as a black woman that she has no choice but to seek refuge inside of a fat white Jew who is just a racist too like his parents what what courses did Jonah Hill take that made him not racist for all the white people when they say oh I'm not racist well how did you not be how did you become that way because black people this is to show you the 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 lie it takes courses and years of psychological training and rebuilding and destruction and deconstruction i'm sorry deconstructing and rebuilding the mind in order to convince black people to love themselves from the fallout of slavery and racial apartheid in america it takes years to do that it's such a grueling process that a lot of black people just bow out nah i'm cool i'd rather be a nigga i don't want to be black i'd be a nigga i'd be a nigga I don't want to be, I'll be a Negro, I'll be a Negro. That's for you Muslims. That's for you Muslims. I don't, I don't care about all that black stuff. You have black people talking about black stuff. You'll never hear a white person talking about white stuff because the whole world is white. So to talk about really anything is to talk about something that is related to white people. So you'll never hear white people saying, oh, that's white stuff. But you hear black people talking about that because they're trying to show that I don't want to take on the responsibility of bringing any type of material power to black people. That's black stuff. Stuff is a word for, you know, vague material. And instead of them saying, <coughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, instead of them saying, you know, this is black, building materials that we can use to facilitate a, a organization a, a sense of 
you know, community. They say, oh, that's black stuff because stuff is something that you get rid of. You get rid of your stuff. So you got niggas out here who are programmed to be self-hating. Okay? And that makes up 85% of all black people. Every black person you know says nigga. It is very few black people like myself who opt out of using the word nigga because we truly feel the pain of the word association. We truly feel the pain. It's not no, I'm trying to be better than you. No, nigga. It's about knowing the pain. It's about feeling the pain, knowing the pain. It's about understanding the connection that you have with the past and how the past has a connection to you. It's about respecting the dead because people had to die when they was called a nigga. And a lot of black people still die today. You don't hear somebody say, I'm going to go kill that brother over there before they do a drive by. Nah, they say, I'm going to go kill that nigga over there. I'm going to go kill that nigga. You don't hear them saying, yeah, I'm going to fuck these brothers up in, up in here. Nah, people, nah, you don't talk like that because that don't make sense. The noun that you're using don't allow you to have the respect for your brother in a way that you should care about his life. When you say nigga, it automatically means that anything is free game. It's all free. It's all free. It don't nothing matter. Whatever I do to this person don't matter because it's not really a person. It's a nigga. Right? So how do you go from that to now we so comfortable with racism? We think we can make a movie about, oh, don't, isn't it funny like how, you know, like everybody's racist? No, no. Not everybody is racist. Only you are racist, white man. Only you. Only you. Only you. No, isn't it kind of funny, like, how we all are kind of, like, racist? Like, black people call white people cracker, and black, white people call black people nigger. But that's just, like, human stuff, right? That's just, like, human nature, right? We're all just, you know, just... No, that's not, that's not the case. And a lot of white people fool black people with that type of rhetoric because then... They never want to talk about the finer details of how this world is constructed. This world is constructed disproportionately to favor and benefit white people on the basis of race. It's not about words. It's not about if I say cracker. It's not about if they say nigga or don't say nigga. They, it's still white supremacy. White supremacy ain't about saying nigger that was that was the first phase the first phase was the brainwashing the the taking in of a of a value system that would help that would help to shape us into a slave that was the first phase they're not on the first phase anymore of their program of white supremacy so you can't keep trying to let these crackers trick you into thinking that they are on the first phase or that they, there's just, they're not on any, that's really what the trick is today. The trick is, in this movie, we're not on any phase. We don't have a phase. We don't have a plan. There's no plan. That's what they're trying to tell you. But when you, the more you talk to white people and you notice all the patterns in their talking points, all the patterns between this white person, that white person, this white person, that white person, 
you realize these people are really codified and on point with each other. They're really connected to each other. And they're trying to get you to be disconnected to yourself. See, that's not fair. How the hell are you connected? All of you speak the same exact way. All of you say the same exact things. But you don't want black people to have the same thing. You don't want us to have the same connectivity. You don't want us to have the same fellowship and, and community with each other on the basis of our blackness. So this movie is all about shaming black people out of their blackness. It's, you know, you, you can't be too militant there, nigger. You got to stop that. You got to be more like us. So this is this movie is shaming. You know, they got this beautiful black woman dating this fat, nasty ass cracker simply because she why because they're in love see they, they want this word love to mean more than it really means most people don't have no idea what love is love is sacrifice love is respect and that's really all it is the emotional side of love is really just a fatuation and it can't really be said that this black woman was infatuated with the white man it was more of an one-sided infatuation So, you know, we, we got to look at these things. You got pe white people saying, oh, everybody deserves love. Love is the answer. That's white people. Love will conquer all. They, white people don't even know what love is. You can't be listening to a person that don't even know love. White people don't have a real great concept of what love is. You ever heard the expression white love? You ever have sex to a song written by a white person before? You haven't. Except for maybe like sex therapy by Robin Thicke. And that's pretty much just because he's taking on the personality of a black person. But you don't hear that shit. Don't make love to white people talking about how much they love each other. Because they don't. All you hear is a lot of comedians talk about, yeah, I hate my parents. I hate my mother-in-law. I hate my in-laws. I hate my wife. Come on. Now. And you're going to let these people shame you out of your blackness, man. You better get a grip. Peace.